Video games are back. <laughs> Breaking news, I know. Especially after last week when we talked about a video game. But are you ready to yeah. talk about the highest rated video game of 2017? Which is shocking because we've already talked about the highest rated one <laughs> up to this point yeah. <laughs> earlier this year. This is the fifth highest rated video game on Metacritic. Wow. Sharing that spot with Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which we have talked about earlier this year. You can go check that episode mm-hmm. out. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Perfect Dark, Metroid Prime, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, which that that's a little high for that game, let's be real. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's a little high for Galaxy as well. I liked Galaxy and Galaxy 2, but it's a little high. Halo, Combat Evolved, and NFL 2K1. Wow. The only games that are rated higher than this video game are The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Soul Calibur, and Grand Theft Auto 4. And some of those I'd argue with. I would especially argue with GTA 4, because I don't think... That was specifically the one I was thinking about that I'd argue with. I mean, I think I think at the time, you could probably argue it, but it definitely hasn't aged well, and I don't think that story has aged well that great that greatly either. You could say the same thing about Soul Calibur. Eh. Soul Calibur 2 is way better. Okay, well... <laughs> Ocarina of Time, I could get... Tony X Pro Skater 2, I could definitely get it, so... Two out of four ain't bad. Or whatever the meatloaf song is. Hello, this is the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a, co- it's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I almost said it was a conversation about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jared, and that's Anne Ladium. Hello. And we're here to talk to you about Super Mario Odyssey. We are. We're going to go on an Odyssey. You want to hear a crazy fact? Yes, of course I do. I always want to know crazy facts. This is the first ever 3D Mario game I've bought. What? Actually, okay, it's the second one, because I did buy Super Mario 64 DS, but the first one I've bought and beat. Wow. Because I've never beat 64. I've never played Sunshine. Sunshine hasn't aged well. I wouldn't recommend it. I've been watching Giant Bomb play through Sunshine, and that game looks bad. It's not that it necessarily looks bad. Well, it looks in, I mean, it looks like it plays real bad, like in, in the, today's the day and age. The doesn't yeah. work because everything's so slippery for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to do really precise jumps, which yeah. Yeah. you have to do a lot in Mario, mm-hmm. you just slide everywhere. And I'm like, why Why are we doing this? This isn't okay. I briefly played Galaxy. I think I rented it once, but never really got into it. Never played Galaxy 2. I liked Galaxy. I liked uh, Galaxy 2, but not as much. Never played 3D World, and I think that's about it for, like, the the main 3D Mario games, right? Sounds right. Sounds right. So, yeah. I mean, the last, last, like, mainline Mario game I bought was New Super Mario Bros. for the DS. And you hate that game. I liked it at the time. I I, I like that one, I think, because it was the first one they kind of had gone back to, like, legitimate 2D Mario. Okay. But then they just, like, they they overdid it like afterwards they just kind of like they milked it too much okay and then for context so that everybody knows where we are i've played all of the mario 3d games yeah 
because I'm obsessed. I played Mario 64 when it first came out, and I was immediately in love with it. And in my brain, consistently, it's been one of the greatest games of all time. And so I, I've, I've played all of the, the 3D games, and I've enjoyed all of them. Um, not as much as I enjoyed this one, though. So you think this would this is the best 3D one? I mean, yes, because while Mario 64 is a wonderful game and it changed a lot of things, this one just inherently is an improvement. Right. And yeah. I mean, of course it would be because it's been <laughs> like 20 years, what? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, of course it would be, but it, it takes that formula. It takes everything that works with the, with the games, whether it's 3d or not 3d. And they're like, here, this is the game. And it, it's amazing. I mean, everything works and they let you, I mean, kind of live out that 64 nostalgia too. It's true. It, it, I think especially it's, it's similar to Breath of the Wild, where like, it, I don't think it necessarily goes to, as far as Breath of the Wild did, where it like reinvents the Zelda franchise in a way. It it doesn't go that far. It doesn't, but it I, it does do a good job of like playing off of your nostalgia of Mario in whatever well, context also that can be. You something very very new. Yeah, so like, so there there's going to be people who have nostalgia for the 3d games like those will be the first games they played or Mm -hmm. for people who have nostalgia for the 2d games like me and yeah and for people who have both and it does a good job of like of picking and poking at those various bits of nostalgia whether or not it's like oh you like the 2d games or you like the 3d games or you you like all the games essentially so and even games that are outside the mainline mario franchise let's be real yeah (laughs) they do a good job of even going that far I mean, to put it bluntly, in my opinion, Super Mario Odyssey is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm still debating in my head which one is Game of the Year, and I, I, I'm not a thousand percent sure at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, luckily, we don't have to make that decision until... Next month? Ne- the end of next month, so... Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to let it sit for a minute, but... but yeah, I think I think you're right. Like, it's... At least for us, I know. I know for other people, it's this is going to be. It's a different case because game of the year is very subjective. But for us, it's it's basically come down to Zelda and Mario as what's going to be game of the year. Then everything else is going to fill the list out. Yeah, which I mean, like, good job Nintendo, like knocking it out of the park this year. I mean, not even just these two games. Like they've done a really great job overall this year, and I hope that they can keep it up. The, I don't, the I Switch don't has had a fantastic year one. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to research it, but like, at least in terms of like even recently, like it's up there in terms of like strongest year first years out in terms of like just software. Oh, I mean, it demolished Xbox One and PlayStation Four in terms of year one. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely obliterated. I don't remember like like other consoles in terms of like what they had out in your year one but usually you know you you expect that for the first year of a console's release it's like oh it's the appeal of having something new like there's gonna yeah. be some stuff on, out there but for the most part you know the quality of the games is going to be kind of suspect because you know developers are just getting these these consoles and being able to work on them they don't know the ins and outs of them so it's 
you might have like some good games in there, but a lot of them are just going to be kind of rough around the edges. For this, I mean, you don't expect a first-year console launch to have two Game of the Year contenders. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Which, I mean, granted, it probably helps that, you know, they're first-party titles, so, because Nintendo would know what's how in their system, system, yeah, and how to yeah. push it to the limit, but... Yeah, push it to the limit. Anyway. I mean, like, you'd probably have to go back to, like, the 90s, and maybe, like, like the launch of, like, the N64, the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, launches that were probably good but i don't i I don't remember like what was in those first years so that's the only downside but yeah well one of them was mario 64 yeah and one of them was super mario world yeah so i mean yeah yeah (laughs) it's an interesting question because like i've i i posed it to you like a little bit like a while ago but it's going to be real interesting to see what nintendo does for year two because no new mario no new yeah. Zelda. They already got those out of the way. I mean, they have uh, tentatively, for as far as we know, in terms of like tentpole games, like they have the the new Yoshi game coming out. They have that Kirby game coming out. Metroid Prime's probably not going to hit next year. No. New Pokemon's probably not going to hit next year. And then other than that, like it's it's up in the air. Like who knows? So like, are and they, they gonna- still like have Xenoblade to come out this year? So. Yeah. So it's it's going to be real fascinating to watch and see if like they're able to ride this momentum into the next year or if this is going to be like, hey, we did, we had a great first year, but then the second year kind of fell off because we didn't have enough. We didn't have like a lot of good software to put out and maybe the third party support tapered off or something. I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting to see because I think especially even past that, like if you look at it like how. Mario and Zelda have been this year in terms of like especially Zelda where how it kind mm. of just reinvented the entire franchise and with how Mario was just blew everyone away like what are the follow-ups to these games gonna look like I don't know and I, I mean that's it's scary but it's also really exciting because there's really no going back and I think for the first time it's like you really don't have an idea of what they could look like. Like, they could do no. anything. Like, before Breath of the Wild, you pretty much had an idea of what a Zelda game was. It was... Yeah, you'd have the first three dungeons, and then you'd have the second part of the game where you go to multiple dungeons, mm-hmm. and it's always save the princess or save some kind of world issue. Mm-hmm. Um, get the Master Sword. <laughs> I mean, like, you knew the formula. And, like, in Breath of the Wild has, like, those beats in it, but it's a completely different thing. Mario, to a lesser extent, is, is is still that same formula from, like, 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, etc. for the 3D World games. Yeah. But even then, like, who knows what direction they're going to take this with? Like, who the next game could be a 2D one. It could be something else entirely. But also, like, mainline Mario games, you know, they take a lot of time. Like, to be, you could you could argue that there wasn't a mainline Mario game on the Wii U. I mean, there wasn't a mainline Zelda game on the Wii U either. True. Well, Breath of yeah. the Wild came out on the Wii U. Yeah, but that doesn't count. It does count. No, it doesn't. It, it wasn't does. really made for the Wii U. I mean, it was originally. <laughs> It was originally, but it was moved. 
I mean, it's like how it's a technicality. Twilight Princess yeah. is considered a Wii game and not it, a GameCube game. It's a technicality. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, we're, we are years off from those games coming back. So, it's, I just think it's going to be real interesting to see, like, what they decide to do next after hitting it out of the park with these two. Oh, I completely agree. I think it's fascinating. Well, we should probably talk about the video game itself. Yeah, maybe. Um, one thing I want to say is, holy crap, the character models look amazing. Yeah. Like, what in the world are they doing? Like, they look so good. They still have, like, the traditional cartoony look to them, which is great. But, like, dang. There's just something in the way they, like, there's something about Nintendo that they're able to, like, make their first party games, especially, like, Mario look real good in a way that like the system shouldn't be able to make it look good (laughs) yeah like you can see every single like detail on his outfit you can see like individual hairs and i'm like this is mario he's a cartoon (laughs) this shouldn't be like this this should not be this high res right it's amazing like it's so intense and um i mean it's the same way with like peach i was really impressed with um her models Mm -hmm. because i mean she just looks gorgeous yeah I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's and even like phenomenal. a lot of the worlds themselves look real good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They just they they sent Nintendo magic. I guess I don't know. They did it again. Well, and it was interesting to me. Um, this isn't really a spoiler. Uh, one of the first kingdoms you get to is Cascade, and they end up really playing on some like galaxy style nostalgia type scenarios where they have like the big swooping orchestrated music and you're in this new world and that kind of thing and it was really fascinating to me that they they did that and then after that it's just like we're not doing that ever again you had your galaxy moment now we're doing a bunch of different moments and it was it was kind of cool that they didn't just stick with that one scenario especially because like after that the game just like because because the cascade kingdom is is relatively small compared to everything yeah, it, else. Yeah, it is very, very small it's compared like, to everything I mean, after else. that, once you get to, like, the Sand Kingdom, it's like, the game's like, all right, here you uh-huh. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's opened up. Which, I mean, you mentioned the soundtrack, but just, like, that soundtrack goes places in some really strange directions that you would never expect. Like, the the Forest Kingdom, the one after the Sand Kingdom, it's, like, the, the wooded. The wooded, yeah. Who would have thought there would be surf guitar in a Mario game? (laughs) I love that song. Like, that's just crazy. But at the same time, it works. It works. Amazing. Like, all the music in this is really good, but it's not predictable. Right, yeah. Which is what I kind of mean, and that Cascade gives you that predictable, like, galaxy music. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's like, well, you've had that. Let's go do our thing and then they just kind of go wild with it it's like we've played to your expectations and now we are going to just never do that again except for maybe later 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 in the game yeah after the after credits roll but i think that's a a, an exception to the rule i think so but i i just thought it was really really cool and really fascinating that I, I know that I'm kind of like a resident music person on this podcast, and I always freaking bring it up. Mm-hmm. 
but I feel like in this case with this game, music is so important to each area. Right, yeah. It really defines uh, like the area and and your and what you're supposed to think about it. Yeah. I mean it it's it's superb. And I think that just goes to each just to each individual area that's them for themselves, like they're all fairly different from one another and all have their own little quirks and secrets and various things you have to do in them. And then there are some that you're just like, how is this in a Mario game? <laughs> right. Like, you feel like you got dropped into a whole other genre at certain mm-hmm. points. You're like, um, okay. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it really isn't afraid to... I guess defy your expectations. Yeah. Of what makes a Mario game. This kind of just been like the the first party Nintendo mythos for the Switch their Switch library this year. It's like, hey, you think we're gonna do this, but mm, nah. And I think part of that is that they're really allowing new blood to look yeah. at these games, and <laughs> I think that was a great idea. That's pretty much exactly what I was about to say. Is that like you can really tell like the the young up and comers who have who basically you know lived their lives playing these games mm-hmm. are finally getting their hands on on you know being able to make them and really infusing them with like these new ideas and it's something that has been i think you, you never really realized it i think until this year but i think even for both of these series like they really needed this oh i agree um like, I, I wouldn't have thought that after playing Skyward Sword or Galaxy 2 because I really liked both those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably one of the few that actually liked Skyward Sword. But <laughs> um, but at the same time, I played these games and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, please keep letting the, the youngins work on these games, Nintendo, please. This is wonderful. <laughs> I guess, like, for me, like, you know, I mentioned how I had, I really had, don't have much experience with 3D Mario games. Like, control-wise, like, it was fairly simple and intuitive to kind of just pick up and play. Like the yeah, only you essentially the, have two buttons. Yeah, the only downside is, like, they inject motion controls into it, and there's yeah. no real way to, like, turn them off. Like, it, it there are they are a little bit snappier to kind of, if you're able to pull them off and know how to, to, like, do certain moves. And also, you, you can technically kind of pull off all the moves that motion controls do with the controller itself which mm-hmm. is which is helpful like that's probably maybe like the only downside and i think maybe sometimes like as per just like you know 3d platforming camera work in general like sometimes the camera can get kind of wonky in like specific spots like usually it's fine but if like yeah you're, it's, it's not as bad as it used to be yeah if like you're in like a weird spot It'll kind of get a little crazy, but it's just because, like, hey, you're in a weird spot. And I'll be honest, um, you know, in Mario 64, uh, well, in every game since then, I used first-person mode a lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you could go into first-person mode in this until the very last kingdom. (laughs) I don't think I knew about it either until, like, later in the game. I was like, huh. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, I found out about it because there's a crazy nod to mario 64 at one point in the last kingdom 
um, like it is straight up from Mario 64. And I was like, crap, I have to look up. How do I look up? I can't look up. I'm trying to adjust myself. How do I look up? And then like <laughs> I clicked it and I'm like, oh, that's how I look up. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm in first person mode. Oh, but I think like one of the cool things is just like being able to go around and be whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, you get to take over everything, and that's amazing. And there's, um, there's some stuff in here that, like, they never showed in, like, trailers or anything that you're able to to take over, and it's just the wackiest shit. <laughs> like, you can become a manhole cover at one point. You could become a giant slab of meat. Oh, right, right. I forgot about the meat. You're just, you are meat. <laughs> With a mustache. With a mustache. <laughs> everything has a mustache like i know that they showed it in the trailers but the t-rex with a mustache made me really happy i think the uh i think obviously the best new character of 2017 is the 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 moa statue with the sunglasses that you can take over oh my god which just has a a dedicated button to putting on the shades turning putting off the shades yep which is great There's, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that you can take over, and uh, even sometimes when you're grumpy, you can take over stuff and just ruin their day. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed doing that a few times because, like, there's this one little dude that you can glide with, mm-hmm. and he kept messing me up on this one thing I was trying to do, and so eventually I would just like repeatedly take him over and like drop him off into poison <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, have fun, buddy. So mean. I know, I know. Um, there's also a lot of uh, Captain Toad, which was surprising. Oh, man. Get that Ted out of here. Yeah, Ted. Darn you, Ted. The best part is when you beat the game and, and he's like, oh, you beat Bowser. Well, if everyone knew you were going to do that. It's like, go f*** yourself, Ted. <laughs> Why aren't you thanking me, you jerk? God, he's such a jerk. Um. Uh, I like that they had, like, the Toad Brigade and everything in there, though. Like, they kept bringing back characters from, like, other side franchises. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was cool. It's a little nods to, like, so many different, like, not only just mainline games, but just, like, sub-games that are in, like, just the Mario universe. Yeah, because Captain Toad's a side game. The Toad Brigade is from Galaxy, but... Um, but Captain, yeah, Captain Toad's a side Captain game. Toad, he's a side game. It was a fun side game, but there's a, there's Mario Kart references in this game. Oh my god, that was so funny. Which is there's a few of them. Yeah, like there is literally music from Super Mario Kart in this game, and it's it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, there's the giant Donkey Kong reference. Yeah. Um. I, actually, there's multiple Donkey Kong references. Um. I think one of my favorite instances in the actual dialogue was at one point you have a character say jump man yeah at mario that was fantastic i was like yep thank you thank you i appreciate it because kind of before that like you that's okay i feel like we can it's pauline like obviously it's pauline who's saying that yeah like before that like she doesn't really reference that like it's the same pauline no she doesn't which which i which before that i was like oh that's a real bummer it was confusing because i'm like they know each other and they're yeah. acting like they don't know yeah. each other. Like maybe they had a really bad breakup. But then once you get into the post game, she's like, Oh yeah, you know, I remember what happened and all that stuff. Yeah. And then she gives you the jump man lines like, Thank you, fantastic. 
Well, and you can even take her like items from Donkey Kong. Like there's the purse and the hat and the um, umbrella. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And and she likes the purse and she's like, I lost mine. And it. Uh, she even mentions at one point like it was a traumatic event that mm-hmm. shaped her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's one thing is like the characters are really, really, really phenomenal. Um, There's so much you don't writing. get a whole lot of Cappy. Yeah. I mean, you get some Cappy, but not a whole lot of Cappy. But I mean, Pauline, Peach, Bowser, like all little side characters are fantastic. I feel like if this if this game came out like ten years ago. Cappy would just be a wisecracking sidekick, which thankfully oh, I... is not the case. Yeah, I mean, they kind of keep Cappy quiet which is I think smart because they realized how much the people give Nintendo crap for two things hand holding and for like companion characters Mm -hmm. so Cappy's just kind of like there and every once in a while he'll say something and it's usually just like to help you yeah but usually he's he's pretty quiet and he just lets you take over things like, like once you're done with the game, like, and you're going back and looking for moons, like, you can go into, like, different little sub-levels of the, the main overworld you're in, and if, like, you've got everything in it, he'll be like, oh, hey, we don't really need to be here anymore. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in this place, and if, if you have gone to that place and there's still something there, he's like, "Oh hey, there's hey a, there there's might a be a here. power moon yeah. here. It's like, okay, thanks, buddy. He's like, I remember this place. So that's useful, um, but for the most part, he's pretty quiet. Yeah, and also, like, just speaking of moons, like there are moons everywhere. Oh my god, the moons! So many moons! So many moons! I've been making myself crazy on these moons. You, you went the like, just you powered your way through this game to get to the the end, the end end game. Yeah, but I still am missing like some of the story moons. Yeah. Um. And I'm still mad that I got 999, and that was what I got from it. Like, <laughs> so there is a thing you get for 999, but if Owl is to be ascertained, it's not that great. Yeah, no, I was really, really, really mad. <laughs> I think I'm like still at like 500 some. Mm. So I haven't gone all the way. Like I've gotten all the the moons in the Cap Kingdom, Cascade, and Sand Kingdoms, and all the purple coins and all the the places as well. I think I only lack like maybe ten moons in the lists. Jeez. But they're ones that I'm just not prepared to take on at this point. Like jump rope a hundred times. Right. There's some that are kind of just like. I don't know if I can get that. <laughs> and not even just necessarily like, I don't know if I can get that. It's more like there's no purpose of me getting this. Right, like, this too. is yeah. annoying. And you've already hit the, 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 the bonus ending. So like <laughs> really there's there is one, no need for you to do them. <laughs> there's one extra thing that you get. If you get all the ones from the lists. Oh geez. Yeah. So um, eventually maybe I'll go back, but I mean, at least like the game is giving you stuff for like, going out and actually doing all that stuff. Yeah. Which is better than what Breath of the Wild did. <laughs> Poop. 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 
Spoiler alert, it's poop. It's poop. It's always poop. Mm-hmm. Can I say, like, I think there is kind of, if there is one, like, legitimately bad thing about this game, is the weird cultural appropriation of certain costumes. Specifically, it, like, like the sombrero and... Oh, I was going to say, yeah, like, the sombrero one is a little... That's... It's it's borderline. Yeah, it's it feels real suspect. It does. Like I can understand I, like the Japanese ones because it's a it's a Japanese, Japanese game, but that one in particular just seems real weird. I agree. So like I don't I don't know how to feel. I I guess like I I feel like it's not great. I mean I don't know what to to really. There's there's smarter people who could say better things about this than they already have. So should probably also I feel like since the two of us are pretty dang white yeah yeah (laughs) go 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 seek those out yeah it's a little suspect i just just feel like it's kind of important to like hey recognize that so yeah and i mean nintendo isn't necessarily the best uh, let me rephrase this (laughs) japanese game companies (laughs) aren't the best at this yeah um i've i've said it before on our final fantasy 7 podcast but like barrett wallace existed and that was a problem Mm -hmm. and that was in the 90s and it has not gotten better yeah but i think like even like outside of that like for the most part there the others are are fine yeah but it's just that one it's suspect it is i agree with you but there are some cool costumes in this game yeah, that's one thing is like dressing up Mario is hilarious. Which I okay, let's just let's just do this right now. We're gonna talk about some stuff that potentially could be spoilers if you are playing this game currently and have not gotten to like late game stuff or unlocked like or seen all what the, all the costumes are. So mm-hmm. and I think for this game in particular, like there's a certain joy in being in getting through this game and not seeing like some of the certain aspects of it. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear about that sort that sort of stuff, like probably is a good time to tune out. Because we're gonna talk, we're gonna like openly more talk about the game and not kind of like hide things essentially. Yeah, I just wanted to get out there like general thoughts. Yeah, A yeah, plus yeah. the game's really really freaking exactly. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we can get into spoiler territory now. That's fine. It's funny that costumes is our our breakaway to spoiler territory, but you're totally it's right. It's totally true. Like, there's some wacky costumes in this game. Like, even just like some of the normal ones you get from just the purple coins in general. Like, yeah. Like, there's a hat that just says Famicom on it. I'm just like, hell <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> there was oh. a there was a retro costume that I got from putting on the 8-bit Mario amiibo, mm-hmm. which, man. That older costume still looks real good. It, it does. looks better than the current one. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Oh, there's, there's going to be some that I just completely forget. I are... mean, I lost my dang mind when I got the Mario 64 skin. That, Yeah. That was, was something just... I wasn't expecting them to go just like full into. And even, oh, even so for happy. someone who like, who honestly has no nostalgia for that game and doesn't really think that great about it. Like, mm-hmm. even me, I was like, this is pretty cool. And there are two instances where that costume, well, not necessarily the costume in and of itself. The costume does get you into the one room where it's straight up the courtyard from Mario 64. The place where, like, everyone thought the 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 placard had something about Luigi on it. 
did it? I don't know. It's I the one with the, I read the star something about in the center that. Yeah. and then the treasure chest on yeah. your side. That's straight up the yeah. courtyard from Mario 64. Because he was even like and, modeled that way. Like the, the graphics were like yeah. more high res than 64 graphics, but still. It, it, it's exactly. And I already mentioned that there is um, the first person thing, but um, where, in where Mario 64, if you look up at the ceiling in the castle, there's a sun. Oh. And you do that in Mario 64 to get a new hat. Oh. So I did that and I got a moon and I was like, oh, this is so fun. Interesting. I also thought it was interesting that. um. Oh, and the painting jumps. Yeah, that's that's also. And, and also they changed the moons into into stars there. Stars. And also like the last uh, the last costume you can buy with currency in that game is just mm-hmm. straight up the N64 Metal Mario costume. It is. Which is also pretty cool. Um, can we talk about the most disturbing costume in the game? Which one? Uh, Diddy Kong. Oh, ew. I didn't buy that one. It's real weird. I mean, you get a cool Nintendo hat, but also you get Mario dressed up in fur. Ew. With a tail. Ooh. But also, what the f***? Why is there a Diddy Kong costume in this game? Yeah, that's a good question. I, was, um, I, was... like, I, get, I get Wario. Waluigi, Luigi, I... all those, yeah. Yeah, I get those, but like... I was kind of hoping when I saw Diddy Kong that like, it would just become a tour de force of like just random Nintendo franchises costumes in this that, game. That would have been great. Um, you know, it, it's disappointing. You you get um, at one point Peach's wedding dress, mm-hmm. which was fantastic, by the way. Um, I was very disappointed that we didn't get her normal pink dress that you could put him in. Yeah, that, that is kind of surprising. Yeah, like why, why can't we put him in that? Huh. I'm disappointed. It's real weird. Also, I was yep. I was actually kind of disappointed that when you put on the Wario and Waluigi costumes, like he they didn't just change sound effects for those. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I felt like that might have been like a, a little nice touch for those. Um, but then like even in the game, I was really excited when I got like an astronaut suit, like a spacesuit. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> there was one that like makes you look like an ice climber. Yeah. Which I mean, it's just like a snowsuit, but you can get like an aviator outfit. Uh, there. There's a lot of weird homages to, like, games Mario, like, guess it in, like, NES Golf. Well, and there's also, like, I don't know if it's actually a nod, but there's a painter's outfit, so I was I, like, I'm oh, pretty oh, sure Mario that's, like, Paint. That, that's a Mario Paint nod. There's a Dr. That's Mario a nod. nod. Yep. Uh, there's the Mario Maker outfit. Yep. Uh, what else is there? I feel like there's another one that I'm blanking on. I don't remember. I give up. <laughs> but there's just like so many and like the fun thing is like you can just dress up with those costumes as 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 whenever you want I mean besides like if you like you need to use a certain one to get into like a room but for the most part you can just dress up as however you want go and do whatever you want like the game doesn't penalize you for like for using certain outfits or anything like the only downside is if like if you mix and match like those won't like show up in the the 8-bit versions of the levels mm-hmm. Which we should also say, like, the 8-bit versions of the levels are fantastic. Like, that's such oh a God. great homage. It was amazing. The first time that ever happened, I was like, what? <laughs> so good. And oh, al- man. And also, like, that just leads into, like, two of, like, the best moments in this game. Oh, I agree. When I mean- when you get the New Donk, New Donk City Festival, oh. and you go through the 8-bit version of there, and it literally becomes the first level of Donkey Kong. It is legit, and it's got um, 
jump up super star flying the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's legitimately one of the best moments of gaming I've ever seen. And they even just, they just put like Donkey Kong in there and you're just like, what? (laughs) It's phenomenal. It's so, so good. Oh man. And then like at the end of the game, which the end of the game is just a completely ridiculous sequence of events in general. It's so Topped off with a Sonic Adventure style song playing in the background. I didn't mind that song. I mean, I didn't either. It just it sounds like you would see hear something out of a Sonic game, not a Mario game. <laughs> but the idea of, of you have you turn into Bowser and you carry Peach out of like the crumbling moon church place. When it turns into the eight bit section, you are eight bit Bowser, and it becomes eight bit Peach as well, along with like the orange hair. And I was like. You've got this her on her, on her shoulder. It's so good. It's so freaking good. Um, I remember, like, I got to that before you, and I was texting you. I'm like, I cannot wait until you see this. Like, this is the most amazing thing. It was, oh, man. It's, it's so cool. There's a lot of really great moments in this game. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. And, I mean, like... Overall, very memorable as well. Um, you know, sometimes you'll see a great moment and then you forget about it in a few years. But, like, I don't think I will ever forget the New Donk City Festival. It's the best. It's the best. so wonderful. It's, and it, I love that song. It's strange how I've basically played two games back-to-back that are just, like, legitimately full of just memorable moments that are just... That are completely bonkers in their own right and completely in two completely different games. What's the other one? Wolfenstein. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about Wolfenstein. Which I mean that game in general, you could just Oh boy. There's moments upon moments upon moments in that game, but <laughs> But even this is just like It's like we said, like it just it can play on your nostalgia in various ways and I think those two 8-bit sections for me specifically were just like, these are just the coolest. Yeah, they were phenomenal. I mean, I was so excited for them. Once I realized what was happening, I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. Even like the 3D parts where you just take over Bowser, I was like, this is this is awesome. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it, that ending sequence is just... Good. Ridiculous. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I never expected that to happen. You probably no. didn't expect that to happen, so. No. I expected that we would get the final boss fight, as we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, Save Peach and GTFO. Yeah, nice nod that uh, the it was on a rounded platform, because that was also how 64 worked. You just didn't have to grab Bowser and spin him off into some bombs. Man, that part sucked in Mario 64, <laughs> so I'm fine that we didn't have that. We just had to punch him a lot. It's true. Uh-huh. There are some, uh, there are a lot of boss battles in this game that are kind of also memorable in their own rights, like. Like the Mecha Rabbits? The Mecha Rabbits, just like some of those rabbit battles in general, some of like the, the, the main world bosses in general. Yeah. Just <laughs> stuff you were not expecting in a Mario game. Like the giant lady walking the chain chomp pet? Yeah. Need- yeah, that's like the first boss battle you get, and it's no, is it the first one? No, it's do you second. get one in Bonington? Ye- I think it's yes. the second. Um, but anyway, it, it's 
it's a really funny one. Mm-hmm. And I will appreciate, um, which, especially considering I just got the Persona 5 art book and I'm a little salty at the moment. <laughs> um, the only boob jiggle in the entire game was that bunny lady. Which bunny lady? Oh, the Brutals? No, no the bunny lady with the chain chop. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the only boob jiggle in the entire game. Huh. I was like, yeah, okay, this, this is fine. I'm fine with this. <laughs> I mean, those boss fights are all good and all, but there is one where the game literally just subverts all of your expectations. The dragon? You go to this, this you somehow end up on this kingdom where it looks like a decrepit castle like you're just you just walked into like the dark side of the legend of zelda game or a castlevania game it's like twilight princess yeah and like you just go up to like the staircase like the i guess like the the court of courtyard of this like destroyed castle and bowser's there he's like hey hey, you thought you were gonna fight me jk i got a buddy with me he just pulls out a dragon (laughs) it's insane what (laughs) and like the dragon looks really really good it's the most, yeah, it's, it's like hyper-realistic compared to everything else. It's so ridiculous. It's insane, and I never expected to fight a dragon like that. No! Ever. <laughs> oh, man, the dragon was, it was bizarre. It's real funny, especially when you go back to that that area after you've beat the game, and the dragon's just still sitting there just like, ugh. When you can talk to him, he says, like, he's tired. I mean, I, would, I feel him. I'm always yeah, tired. Me too. Um Yeah, that that was that was crazy. <laughs> Definitely something you never would have expected. You know what else I never would have expected? That good looking corn in the luncheon kingdom. Okay, fair. Um but no for Bowser to go full like samurai on us. <laughs> that was so dumb. It was great. That music is some of the my favorite music in the entire game. But I mean, I was like, "What is even happening right now?" I wanted, I wanted to get up to the top of Bowser's castle with him to be like, "Konichiwa, fellow Nihongos." <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Watashiwa samurai this. Especially because like you 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 can go up to the that the end of that and like you, you just have Mario clad in just samurai regalia. It's just so ridiculous, and that's where you fight like a mech. Yeah, you fight a mech, a giant mech. So it's it's wonderful. Like this game has so many moments that I'm like, this shouldn't work, and it does. <sighs> I remember getting a text message from you, and you're like, Bowser is gone full samurai i'm like yeah yes that music's phenomenal man and then later on you get peach and she's got on like the uh, the kimono is it a kimono or you got it i don't remember it's which one, one, one it's um and she's got like the little um mask on and everything oh it's so cute i love it i love how like um, you get to bowser's castle and you're like you're this is where you're expecting all oh, this because the lead up to it is like it's very long and arduous and it's kind of tough you're like, okay, Intense. this this is going to be the uh, the ending of the game. I know. <laughs> no, we got to go to the moon. We're going to the moon. We got to go to the moon. <laughs> For a wedding. It's amazing. <laughs> um, also. Getting married on the moon. Getting married. Who doesn't get married on the moon? Uh, uh, 
there was something else I was going to say about Bowser's Kingdom. Oh, um, it's post-game, but if you go back there and you look at the guy in front of the store, mm-hmm. he's just like one of the like regular guys. Yeah. That, yeah. Which, by the way, those are really weird looking. Oh, the, the regular people in the game are so weird. Yeah. So he's one of the regular guys. He's just got like one of the little samurai hats on. He's he sitting does. on the bench and he's like, you don't get a lot of customers. He's so sad. Here. I'm like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was so sad. Can we talk about as well how there are no Koopa Troopas enemies in this game? Besides, well, Hammer Bros are kind of similar, but the only time they show up is as like dude bro racers <laughs> with the backwards hats. Well, you get the... Um, oh, and also the tracing ones, but for the most part... And you get the bone ones. Okay, but like normal Koopa Troopers. Yeah, you don't really get them. <laughs> they just show up with backwards hats on, like, Hey, bro, we're gonna race today. You wanna join in, bro? And um, we have a new bit of information that we've never heard in a Mario game before, and that is that Goombas don't slide on ice. There you go. That's new. We've never known that. And now we do. The more you know. I mean, like, that gives Goombas a really big advantage in life. That's true. I mean, I could still just smush them, but... They're not going to slide out of the way. Mm. The moon. Amazing. The moon. The moon. With the moon, moon gravity. was awesome. Oh, man. I did like the fact that it had the moon gravity, except for the cave. The cave didn't have moon gravity, but... Yeah. The fact that you could just jump everywhere was... So cool. God. Like, I was long jumping everywhere. And then, like, at one point, you can take over a frog on the moon, Mm -hmm. and you're jumping so high that it's just ridiculous. Also, I just said the sentence, you can take over a frog on the moon. (laughs) Because there's frogs on the moon, of course. (laughs) There's one frog. One singular frog on the moon. The idea of, like, okay, this game is about, you know, Bowser. He's going to, he wants to marry Peach. And you're like, okay, sure. I can buy that as a as a story for this game. Yeah. And then at the end you'd find out, oh, he wants to do it on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like the brutals, the rabbits throughout are his wedding planners. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's, that's still great. That's genius. That's so genius. I love when you get to the uh the chapel and everyone in there is just like, he kind of just forced us to come here. We really don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, that was really really funny. <laughs> and then Bowser's like, "Why are you here? You weren't invited." Please go away. Appropriately. Get out of here. Gosh. <laughs> How dare you. I love this game. It's so good. Oh, man. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say. It's great. The worlds are wonderful. Yeah. like I think there's only like maybe like a couple that I didn't necessarily enjoy. Yeah, I mean, Cloud Kingdom was... There. Well, I mean, of like the actual, the actual ones that are oh, the actual legitimate, world. yeah. Like, I think, I think we kind of talked about it's like the luncheon one. I don't like the luncheon one. It wasn't one at great. All. I don't know. Which is disappointing because like, like there's a lot of cool aesthetic to that one. <laughs> there's that cool corn. Everything's on fire though. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of forks walking around. Yeah, uh, the fork people are a thing. <laughs> But that's the one where you get to transform into a giant slab of meat and move it around. Genius. <laughs> to try and fight a giant bird. Why not? Uh, and fighting that bird um, on like the second time through when you have to 
when you can go and refight bosses after you beat the game. Oh, God. Sucked. Yeah, it sucked really bad. No bueno. No. Um, a lot of the refights were really awful. Yeah. Like, I told you about the one with uh, the octopus where, yeah. I mean, there's just clouds around you. So if you misstep once, you're you're done. I th- the dragon um, one wasn't that bad. That was no, pretty the dragon easy. one was fine. Yeah, I didn't mind the dragon one. But those are the only two I've done, so. Um, I I did them all. Except for the Bowser one. Because you don't get Bowser redo until um, you get all the list stars. Hmm. Or moons, sorry. Not stars. Which they do give you, like, two new areas to to go and do stuff in after you beat the game. Like, there's... Which... F darker side of the moon. F it's so hard. Like I was so excited because you go there and everybody's partying and everybody's so cheering cool. you on and it's amazing. And then you get in there and you're like, oh, this sucks. Even just like I never even got to like the, the boss rush. I like the level itself that you have to go through first off. I didn't get to the boss rush either. Either. Um, it's just like it, there's no checkpoint. So if you die, yeah. you have to go to the beginning. Like it's it's a good challenge, especially for late game content, because you know. It gives you a new thing to do and like, hey, you've been through the entire game. You want something that's kind of that's a little bit more difficult. Here it is. Yeah, it, it sucks, though. But and there, there's nah. um, there's another one that is on the dark side of the moon that sucks as well. Yeah, and it's you, pl- uh, you play all the Pink Floyd albums. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, duh. But um, you have to like go across this bridge that's made out of bricks while bullet bills are shooting at you and then you have to come back oh yeah yeah i did that you did that one mm-hmm. on the dark side of the moon mm-hmm. and you got both moons uh i got one moon <laughs> i think i don't know where the other one was it's down below you have to get on the bottom and uh, long jump it I the entire way mm. i think i tried it once and i was like nah it's hard. I mean, you yeah. have to time the long jumps right, perfectly. Yeah. But even Ugh. like even that boss rush is kind of rough because you have to go through all the brutal fights again, and you only get it's all on just like one health bar until yeah. you get to the end, and then you have to fight the mech again. Yep. Which they 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 before that one, they, at least they give you health back. But even then, it's like especially because like they change the the enemy you have, you're able to control. In that fight mm-hmm. for the for the redo because before it was the um the uh bird the bird one the then, pokey bird and then this one you have a hammer bro so it's a little yep. bit tougher but um which I guess worth mentioning um I kept a peach amiibo with me at all times because if you scan her in normal gameplay she will give you the extra life bar mm-hmm. every single time that's cool. Um, so anytime I would get low, I just scan Peach and it was awesome. And also if you have um, the, the Bowser one, Bowser, he'll, he'll tell you, that's like, what I was going to say. He'll, he'll give you like a hint of like, here's where a thing of purple coins are. And that's that real made helpful. my life less terrible. Yeah. I don't know. What, Thanks Bowser. Do you know what the Mario one does? Does it do anything or? Uh, a few seconds of in- invincibility. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should use that. I doubt it would work in the boss fight though. No, I mean in the in the bullet bill section. I doubt it would help you in the bullet bill section. <laughs> Why? Because you would still have to make those jumps. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I got excited. 
here to ruin all of your dreams. Well, I mean, the one is fine, but the second one is just rough, brutally impossible. Right. I'm not that good at long jumping, and especially not under pressure. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I feel like definitely by the end of the game, especially in those areas, they're they're basically like you should probably be able to have no be able to have mastered like throwing out your cap, diving mid jump, landing on your cap, diving again mid jump. It's tough. Like they they expect you to know like advanced controls and like jump yeah. techniques for this game by then. Yeah. Which, granted, yeah, you probably should if you've beat the game. Yeah, but I mean, like, a long jump repeatedly eight times when you only have, like, two bricks to work with. Yeah, I mean, these are challenges for people seeking out the challenge, I think, though. That's insane. Um, So, I don't like challenge for the sake of challenge. Yeah, I mean, it's there for people who want it, and for people who don't want it, they it's there. You don't have to necessarily do it, so. Yeah, I just feel bad because I don't have 100% on the game. It's, you're fine. <laughs> you have nine over 999 moons. I think you're okay. It's upsetting. <laughs> All I got was a fireworks show. Oh, um, I don't know if you have anything really specific to say after this, but um, I, I want to say that the creepiest takeover in the entire game is Yoshi. Oh, right. Yeah. I was so freaked out by that because I was like, oh, hey, Yoshi, I'm going to ride you. Oh, I'm not going to ride you. That's oh, exactly no. what I would I did because I was like, all right, I'm going to jump on Yoshi and we're going to ride around. And I was like, I'm trying to jump on him. It's, just, it's not working. Do, do I have to put the, do I have to throw the cap at Yoshi? Oh, God, I've taken over Yoshi. I felt really uncomfortable with that. Like, I don't know why Yoshi made me uncomfortable, but Bowser didn't, but it really did. <laughs> Finally, an easy way to, to to throw Yoshi into a pit. Yeah, I mean, fair. Also, there's a star or a moon for just, like, eating a bunch of the, the fruits from Super Mario World. Oh, I ate all, all of them and got all three moons. That's real dumb. Also, like, mm-hmm. the... the the meter that shows up is like the basically the the puke meter from Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, it's um. I was expecting to be able to puke. Somebody <laughs> says his, his uh his favorite food. It's the food he's ate since Super Mario World. I mean, yeah, fair. Those. Why'd you slobber on yourself, you weirdo? <laughs> For record, Sorry. that's not me. <laughs> that is not you. <laughs> <laughs> Went to pet a cat, and he's wet everywhere. <laughs> he had a bath. That's n- no. <laughs> That's not how baths work. Extreme bait. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, they helped. What do you... Th- okay. Quick hits. Favorite world. Ooh, that's hard. Favorite world. Favorite world. Honestly, it would be between Bowser's Kingdom and New Donk City. It's fair, fair options there. Mm-hmm. I would probably just go with New Donk City because I think that it's the craziest place and just so cool. It's so not Mario at all, and I love Which, it. That reminds me of one thing that's in New Donk City that is also a very cool. Yeah? They recreate 1-1 in, in New Dunk City. They in did! That it was awesome. 
Which, granted, is not technically all of 1-1 because there's no flagpole at the end. Also, the hidden one-ups missing. Yeah. But still, like... To- <laughs> like, I went in and it was, the, it was the Super Mario Brothers title screen. I was like, are they going to f- recreate 1-1 in the 8-bit section here? And then I dived yeah, in and, like, there's just a crowd cheering you on. I was like, holy sh- this is 1-1. <laughs> it's so great. That's, oh, man. Yeah, I, I'd say either Bowser's Kingdom or New Donk City. Um, Bowser, because of the aesthetics of it, it was phenomenal. And New Donk, just because it was really, really fun. And it had some really interesting things that yeah. uh, you had to do in that. And also, just acknowledging that Mario came from Donkey Kong was... Right, yeah. Because that's not really a thing they ever talk about. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, Pauline gets her time to shine. No and kidding. I texted you. It's like Pauline still has super, super duper feelings for Mario. Like, thousand percent, she still got the hots for him. I mean, after the end of this game, like, hey, that might be a thing that they could work out. It, it might be a thing. I mean, I don't know how the breakup worked the first time, but um, she she still has the hots for him. Can you <laughs> tell by the song? <laughs> the breakup was. Oh, it's me. I went to another kingdom. Oh no! I've been stuck here for t- for thirty years. Oh, well, probably more so the fact that like every time that he would save the princess, she'd bake him a cake. I mean, I'd fall in love with somebody too if they bake me a cake all the time. <laughs> what is your favorite costume? Oh, hmm. Okay. For hilarity's sake or just because it looks cool? Whichever you want. Because for hilarity's sake, absolutely, it's Princess Peach's wedding dress. <laughs> um, hmm. I spent a lot of time in the aviator outfit. All right. I don't know that it's my favorite. I just, I don't know. It gave me like an Indiana Jones vibe and it made me, made me feel happy. Mario's on the highway to the danger zone. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, why not put some Kenny Loggins in here? Which speaking of, speaking of. Are we speaking of Kenny Loggins? Cause it's exciting. Danger zone, I'm going to say my favorite costume. The shorts. The shorts. Oh no. Get Mario's nips out. Sun's out. Guns out. He's ready oh for some beach God. volleyball. Oh, man. Pro tip, guys. <laughs> if beach volleyball is making you crazy, as it did me, because it sucks. Recruit Tom Cruise. Uh, recruit Tom Cruise. Uh, play Playing with the Boys. Also <laughs> by Kenny Loggins. And um, put on two-player mode. Leave Mario on the edge of the the beach volleyball court. Do it entirely with Cappy. You will thank me later. Which that does bring up a good point. The two player mode is bad. Is it? I haven't done it. Because it, it's literally just it's it's essentially the same thing as Galaxy, except oh. one person controls Mario and one Joy-Con, which that seems like a bad proposition. And the other person controls Cappy. Yeah. So it is like Galaxy. 
I wouldn't want to control Mario with just one Joy-Con. I mean... How would you do camera control? I don't know. I, I guess maybe with the the bumpers. Ugh. I don't know. So yeah, that, that just seems real tacked on. Like, it's not really needed. I think where it would be useful, even though, like, I don't think it would be ideal, is, like, if you're an adult and you have, like, a kid who wants to play. Yeah, true. Because I feel like some of it would be too hard for a kid, but if they have Cappy while you're playing as Mario, I think it would it would give you a way to both play. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So that's where I think it would be useful. But um, since I do not fall into that demographic, <laughs> I did way not bring care. practicality into this. It's what I do best. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I beach volleyball was the only time I used it. Yeah. Like, I would never have thought of that until you, like, mentioned, like, hey, I did it for this. I was like, huh, okay. It makes it a cakewalk. I wish there was a way to do that with jump roping. Yeah. I got to, like, 70-something on there and then goofed and haven't went back. No. Never again. Never again. Oh. Is there anything else? So what was your favorite world, did you say? Uh, New Dong City. New Dog City. Yeah. What's your least favorite? Luncheon, probably. Luncheon is least favorite. Yeah. Yep. L- Luncheon was just not that great. There's a lot of too much time like spent in, in areas that can just kill you instantly. Yeah. Being on fire. Yeah. <laughs> not okay. Which is a bummer because like that that seeing that kingdom in like pre-release material just it looked real cool. Yeah. And then you play and you're like, eh. the corn still that looks very good. And so does Peach in overall. She looks great. <laughs> it's true. Which, by the way, guys, in game spoilers, um, Peach ends up going to each of the areas on her own accord, which is good and awesome. Uh, but she has on the most adorable outfits. It's amazing. It's funny because you get back to the Mushroom Kingdom after you beat the game, and everyone's like, Versus Peach is gone! Oh, God! And you're just like, well, that's strange. And then, like, you just basically go to each different world, and she just, like, showed up there, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm just, you know, exploring, doing my own thing. She's like, I wanted to see these places on my own free will. Yeah. <laughs> like, she specifically even says that to Bowser's castle. She's like, I'm going to go to to that place on my own free will. And I was like, you know what? Good on you, Peach. Good on you. <laughs> Doesn't Cappy or someone say, like, huh, that's a first? <laughs> Or something oh, like that. Pro- probably. Sassy. But, um, yeah, I, I like that that was a thing. But sometimes, uh, sometimes I was like, where the heck is she? But she, she looks super cute in all her outfits. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. Um, she also wears, um, a nod to an Audrey Hepburn outfit at one point, which is kind of cool. Is that like her black outfit? No. Um, it's the one with the the skirt, like the the white shirt and the pink skirt oh. and hat. It's an Audrey Hepburn outfit. Oh. Fun fact. Fun facts with Al. Yeah, I don't even like Audrey Hepburn. And... <laughs> Get dunked on. Is there anything else we need to talk about, or? Um, I can't 
think of anything. I'm sure there is that we're just blanking on, but hey, this game's good. This game's really, really good. Um, the Odyssey ends up looking really, really junky. I like once I, you get all the stuff. I really like how it just like it becomes just full of just all sorts of stuff, and then the <gasps> outside is just littered with stickers. I love the stickers, but also they had Russian stacking dolls. They did. They did. <laughs> it made so it made this exciting. game not the stacking dolls, but like just having all of the, like that like items you get, souvenirs, and then like all the stickers made this way more of like it felt like you had been traveling the world. It did. Way more of a traveling I mean, game than Final was... Fantasy Fifteen. Ha! Get dunked on. But also, yes, Russian stacking dolls. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, oh, I was really going to like this. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, you didn't know that I even had an obsession with them until very, very recently. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, here's all the pictures of all these Russian stacking dolls in my apartment. <laughs> You're like, oh. I was like, okay. Um, so, yeah, that was, like, one of the first things that I bought when I got there. I was like, I must have these. <laughs> it was awesome. Russian stacking dolls. Oh, yeah, this game's very good. It's very, very good. A plus game. Um, like I said, I, I can't determine whether or not it is one or two, but um something we'll figure out eventually. Definitely at the top of the list mm-hmm. of game of the year. It's it's one one or two. I don't know which. You'll find out in December, my my dudes. <laughs> Essentially a system seller, so like if you haven't got a switch yet, this is this is a good reason to get one. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. It, I mean, it is a perfect reason to get a Switch. Also, then get Breath of the Wild because that game's also amazing. And they're re-releasing that with like a a book and a map. So what a... Never been a better time to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and the DLC's coming out. Sometime, apparently. I don't know. I think it's December, isn't it? Supposedly. <laughs> Still haven't heard anything about it, really. Hmm. So anyway, there are two great games. Uh, actually, there's a lot of great games. I just realized the other day that I have like more games for my Switch than I do for either my Xbox One or my PS4. Wow. Yeah. I have yeah. I have enough games on my Switch now where it can it has the final button at the end where you can go to like your library. Oh snap! Yeah. Getting real. Getting real. So yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. Surprisingly, I know it's. Who would have seen this coming? It's a pretty good video game. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, anyways, you want more from us? Go to thesalamicheckup.com or cc.cool for past episodes of this very podcast. They're all very good. Like, you can listen to our Breath of the Wild episode. You can listen to us talk about Mario and Kingdom. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Not Mario and Kingdom, Rabbids Battle. That's a different game. Uh, something probably else. Uh, I mentioned Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Other, there's a whole wide variety of podcasts out there. You should go listen to them. Uh, Jared now watch Sailor Moon Crystal. That's a podcast you should also listen to. It's out there. It's good. It's good. We got columns and reviews up there as well. Go to anladium.com for her columns and reviews and just fun stuff in general. All the fun stuff. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. 
where you can follow us and get fantastic tweets of 280 characters. I still can't even believe it. That's terrible. Twitter's a bad place. It's true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but follow us regardless. We're the one we're the one true beacon of hope on twitter.com. It's true. We're not racist. <laughs> That's better than 75% of Twitter. Which I mean like Again, that's a pretty low bar. Yeah. <laughs> but over still, it. better than like most Twitter.com mm-hmm. users. Uh, you can also follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA if you want to contribute to our very podcast that we have right here. And then we got something to happen next week, probably. Most likely. I don't know what. It's the first time in a couple of weeks where we're like, uh, we got to think of something to, to do. <laughs> So we've kind of had a set schedule for a bit, but now it's like, eh. We'll come up with something. We will come up with something. Guaranteed. Yeah. But yeah, until then, hey, video games are back. They're good. Especially this year. Some are trash, some are good. You should probably play some of that uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I hear it's very good. Also, um, you can buy the song for New Donk City on iTunes. I found that out. It's true. Thankfully. Jump up, superstar. It's very good. Listen to that. Buy that. Buy, buy Odyssey. Become a Mario. Do the Mario. Oh my God. Don't even do that. Don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs>